Shark News, we're talking with Nelson Triana with NSU's eSport Club. He's going to tell us a little bit about the club and what it entails, and then we're going to ask him some more questions to get more of an inside look as to what the club is all about. Hi guys, I'm Nelson Triana. I'm the president of the eSports Club, and I just wanted to come onto the podcast and just tell you guys all about our club. We've been working on it really hard for the past year, and we're having a lot of positive things coming to the club upcoming soon. And for those who may not be aware, what is the NSU Esport Club? NSU Esport Club is part of the the RecPlex. It's a club that specializes in all video games, competitive video games specifically. This includes games like League of Legends, Overwatch, Valorant, Rocket League, Smash Bros. If it has a competitive scene, we probably have it. I mean, we're recruiting for them, obviously. So we're definitely one of the newer clubs on campus, but we're also one of the most active, especially because of COVID. But yeah, that's pretty much what esports entails, just mostly video games. And because of that, we're able to play online with each other. That's really interesting. So it's not just virtual sports and video games. It's more so the ones that have more of a competitive background to it. Correct. For instance, games like Mario Galaxy or like Animal Crossing, stuff like that. We don't really have those as part of our club just because esports is more for just the competitive side, like going to tournaments and competing to get the top prize, of course. Well, your organization sounds very interesting. And from somebody who is a senior at NSU, I don't remember there being this kind of club or organization on campus, at least from when I was a freshman. So I just wanted to ask, where did the idea of the club come from? Okay, well, so this has actually been a long time coming for the club. We started off as a focus group back in January of this year, of 2020. And the school sent out an email saying that there was a focus group for it because the school was actually interested in starting up their own program. I was one of the first members there. And I was just, I guess, part of the founding core of, of the, the leadership. And I started off just being the coach for Rocket League. That's the, the eSport that I specialize in. But it started off as that. And over the summer, the, the president at that time graduated and I stepped up. But it's, it really has been a long time coming since. January because the amount of people that have joined and the amount of progress that we have setting our foot on campus has been amazing. And for those who may be really interested in joining your club, what are some of the requirements for a student to become a member? 
as of right now, most of the, the requirements are just pretty general stuff. You got to keep your GPA up. I think it's above a 2.0. But then on top of that, it's just playing games that we currently have or just games that are competitive. And But besides that, we also have dues that we are going to be collecting soon. Um, that's going to help us pay for jerseys and be able to access our computer lab that we're going to have up soon. Hopefully now November, that's going to be really good news. So I look forward to seeing that too. And from my understanding, you're also the president of the NSU Esport Club. What is it like being the president of the organization? And what is it like for students who are members of the organization? Being the president, it's definitely a much larger change from when I was just the coach of the team or even just the member of the, the main roster or whatnot. When you're president, you're in charge of all the paperwork, all the meetings, all of getting people to do what they need to do. I, since I'm graduating this year in May, I've tried to delegate all of my roles as much as possible because when I graduate, I want it to be a pretty smooth transition. But definitely, it's a lot of just manager work. You schedule meetings, you just do a bunch of paperwork, you help find new members. Yeah, you're, you're just trying to think of the next great idea to be able to push the, the, the club forward. It's, it's really interesting. And as you stated earlier, you were part of the founding core of this organization. Why did you choose to be a part of this club? Ever since like high school and, and even middle school, I've always been really interested into video games. And during high school, I was able to get into like more or less the competitive side of Rocket League. And I loved it. It was a great time for me. I made a lot of friends. And coming to college, I had to let go of a lot of that because I couldn't bring my computer to college. So definitely it was just a, a very big, like not disappointment, but it just hurt because I couldn't be able to pursue something that I was really interested in. And so when I saw that the school was interested in something that I could potentially be a part of and maybe even start, I was really just all in on making that happen. And with recent events and everybody staying home, there might have been a lot of events that students have missed on campus. What sort of events have you already had? And do you plan on some other events this semester or possibly next semester? Since the beginning of the semester, we haven't had any full campus events. We pretty much just run primarily our practices and, and just do our tournaments like as the club. But this upcoming October 24th, uh, that's next Saturday, we're going to be having a community event where we can have competitions and fun mini games for a bunch of different games that don't even have to be competitive. Games like Among Us or Fall Guys, we can have games like that where we invite the community and be able to play with us. I'm going to send a flyer out actually on our Instagram at NSU Esports so that you guys get the information for that. That's definitely really interesting, especially with so much of the attention and interest in games like Among Us and Fall Guys coming out. So I'm sure that there will be a lot of students interested in your event coming out October 24th, next Saturday. And where do you see the future of NSU Esports? Honestly, I really hope this, this club can turn into a varsity program, which can offer incoming students scholarships and just the opportunity to pursue a career, maybe even in esports. It's a really fast growing industry, and it seems like a lot of universities have started picking this up. And it, it's clear that Nova is actually really interested. in. So I would love to see this school just like put all of its effort into, into getting the club as big as possible, maybe even getting it varsity and just being able to recruit for new students coming out of high school. We have, like I said, we have our computer labs, so I would love to start getting practices done in that. I'm really excited for the future of this club. You're definitely right. With the growing popularity in esports, it would make a lot of sense for NSU to put a lot more attention into your particular organization, as well as having an offer for many students who have an interest in esports, as well as competing competitively with other players. And for some students who may not know too much about your organization, unfortunately, where can students find more information about NSU esports? 
like I said before, we have our Instagram. You can always DM us on that account. I'm also more than welcome to, more than happy to take emails to my own uh, NSU email. I would be perfectly okay with answering questions on there. But definitely, you can check out all of the highlights and, and information about our club on Instagram. Uh, we also have our Discord link, which is where the whole club communicates and shares their gameplay. Well, thank you so much for talking with me, Nelson. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me. And thank you so much for sharing more information about NSU Esport Club. And I hope that you guys get a lot more members and a lot more following. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really appreciative of this. Of course. And coming up on our podcast, of course, we have our artist interview. But don't forget to check out NSU Esport. We will definitely be having them on our social media as well as their event on October 24th approaches. And don't forget, everybody, work hard, but play harder. DJ Frank with Radio X's currently charting artists. Hey guys, this is DJ Frank with your top 10 artists of the week. Coming in at number 10, we have the indie artist Barnaby Bright with their brand new album The Hurting Times. At number 9, we have electronica artist Big Wild with their brand new hit single, Who Do You Believe? Coming in at number 8, we have folk singer Liam Moore with his brand new album Visions of a Perfect Life. At number 7, we have some alternative and indie vibes with Ginger Root's brand new album Ricky. At number 6, we have indie pop artist Kississippi with her brand new single, Around Your Room. Coming in at number 5, we have the pop artist Benny Sings with his new single, Rolled Up, featuring none other than Mac DeMarco. At number 4, we have a country artist by the name of Elias Wayne with his brand new album, Fades. At number 3, we have indie pop artist G Flip with her brand new single, You and I. Taking the number 2 spot, we have indie artist Poppy Shiitake with his brand new EP, Quarantine Dream. And leading the pack today at number one, we have alternative indie artist Almost Monday with their brand new EP, Don't Say You're Ordinary. This has been the top 10 artists of the week from our Discover Weekly playlist. Don't forget to tune in next week for more great artists. You're listening to the Off The Record Podcast. For your exclusive interview with artist Shane Free. First and foremost, I want to say thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to be able to actually come on and talk to us and be a part of our podcast. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I'm glad you guys thought of having me on. For real. Thank you. No problems, no problems. So I'm going to be asking you a series of questions. Feel free to answer them in whatever way you feel fit. And so we're about to get into it. All right. Okay, so my first question that I have for you is when did you first start making music? My first, my first beginning to music was, I would have to say, through 
my dad, mostly the influence of my dad, because my dad is, is a, like an artist as well. And he, was, he was popular in his day in Barbados when he was really young. So like for me, coming up in my household, I had a piano always present and a guitar. So I first started on um, playing piano. That was my first thing I started. And then like maybe when I was 12, 13, you know, 14, started writing music like officially by myself, you know, at high school, I would just be like, had this urge to write songs. And I started writing there. And then, you know, I met a friend of mine in high from high school and he recorded my first song, KB Sharp. And I was like 14 or 15 years old on the radio. And my first song was called Sharp Style on the radio wow. in Barbados. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I remember like I would be going to school and, and my friends would be like, yo, we heard your song on the radio. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, that's so cool. So what was it like being a quote-unquote sensation, a high school sensation in Barbados at such a young age? I mean, it was definitely fun for me, for sure, because the main thing that I had like about it was because I was getting to record music and do my passion. You know what I mean? Um, and obviously, people appreciating what I made feel a whole lot more special as well, too. People being able to receive the art and the art form, like it did something for them. You know what I mean? That's, that's always a good, a great feeling. And then obviously also they had some haters too, straight up. <laughs> <laughs> had some guys that didn't like the rapping in the canteen. They didn't like it. They used to secretly play hate. Um, but yeah, overall, yeah, it was, it was still good. That's yeah, there's nothing wrong with a few haters because the more haters you have, the more fans you have at the end of the day. It's true. Would you say your taste in music and the music you make are similar? I would say so, yes, for sure. For the most part, I would say so. You know, because the music that I really love and feel connected to and that I play, you know, like I, and I, and I play around myself a lot, definitely influences me as well and I love it and that's the reason I listen to it too because I love it um and I feel like it's a part of me out there too seriously even though if I didn't make it I feel connected to it um but because I'm a musician and I play instruments like I always definitely I think that gives me a very open-minded perspective as well too because I listen to like I love listening to all genres of music you know, for the sake of like pleasurement and enjoyment and also studying music too. Like it's so cool, you know? Um, but, but yeah, mostly what I listen to, I love listening to a lot of reggae music. I love listening to a lot of hip hop music. You know, I love, I love rap and hip hop, you know, pop music, reggae music. And I feel like a lot of it is in my music too. A lot of those influences are in it as well but you know at the same time I would listen to like a a Larry Carlton who's not even a singer he's just a guitarist and like I love him so I would I would peep his his music too you know yeah I feel it's good that you have like a a broad range of artists that you listen to and kind of going on to that who are some of the artists that have impacted you the most growing up to where you are now 
I mean, let me see. I remember my younger days, like, again, I always used to really listen to, I was very diverse. I listened to a lot of Garnet Silk, Junior Reed, you know, um, Bob Marley. I remember listening to a lot of Michael Jackson. <laughs> like, you know, like, seriously, being able to appreciate pop music as well, coming from the Caribbean. Um, I remember, like, Snoop Dogg had a very big influence on me. I'm going to be quite honest. In my, in my teenage years, I have to say, when I listen... I remember when I listened to the Chronic album by Dr. Dre and, I, and, and that was like my, my, my first introduction to like that kind of music. That was a big inspiration, I have to say. <laughs> and, then, and then after Snoop, like I would say from that arena who influenced me a lot was Jay-Z too, I have to say. Jay-Z was a big influence too. And obviously Bob Marley as well too. Um, I mean, that's all I can think of right now. Quite honestly, would you want to know like more current people right now? Do you have some artists that you think are influencing you more now or the some that you're just starting to kind of get into? Then you can mention those too. But I know that the, the artists that you did mention are amazing, especially Michael Jackson, because he's my favorite artist of all time. So you already know you got good taste. I mean, for sure. I mean, on the more current side right now, for sure, listening to people like, let me see, Party Next Door. Um, popcorn, Drake, you know, I, I tune into The weekend as well. I even tune into Bieber sometimes, you know, Riri, of course. I got mad love for Rihanna. Um, you know, I listen to, I listen to like what was popular now too. That's the truth. I do like hearing what's out there and what's popular. So the next question that I have for you is, since we're talking about current artists, when it comes to you as a current artist, what are some current musical projects that you are working on right now? I mean, I always record and that's one thing about me. I love always making music. I just put out a lot of songs, you know, real thing. I, I mean, I got a plan, but I don't like want to say it too much. I just want to just do it. And I just want the people to see, but I just drop in music. You know, I'm not going to leave anyone out there starving for my music. Like, I, I'm going to be releasing, you know, consistently. So that's what I would say to, to my people out there. I know that I'm going to be dropping songs a lot. And, I, you know, so as a focus and also obviously up in the quality of my music too. That always matters to me, you know, more and more. And in every way, you know, lyrically, musically, sonically, everything. I like that. You're always giving your fans more. You know, there's a lot of artists out there that people love and mm -hmm. sometimes they just fall off for years and not say that they forget about their fans, but they kind of like don't really, you know, just kind of consider them when it comes to how much they actually love the particular artist. And then, you know, sometimes they lose track of whatever artist it is, but I'm glad that you're not leaving your fans starving like a lot of people do. So that's really cool. No, sure. The next question I have for you is, do you feel your music has evolved over the years? Definitely. I don't think we could help but to evolve. I mean, I guess, in my opinion. Because to me, as artists especially, man, we be changing so fast. You know what I mean? Like, to me, energetically. You know what I mean? Rapidly changing. So I don't know if we could help evolution. Evolution always got to happen is whether it going down or up, negative or positive, which way it going. 
And for me, mine just evolving in a positive way, you know, all the time. Because right now for me too, like I produce in a lot of my records and I never used to do that before. <laughs> I was never that hands-on in terms of actually making the beat from scratch in the program by myself. Before I used to be in the studio with a lot of producers, you know what I mean? I would come in with my guitar and I would be like, yo, there's the progression. I already done write this song. This how it can go. And then the man would just start building stuff around me, what I brought, my composition I brought, right? And, but like right now, I actually just like making a lot of my own stuff. So it's kind of cool. So if someone were to come up to you and ask you, like, what, what is your profession or what are some things that you do? What would you say to them? My profession is a recording artist. That was my profession for sure. Number one, like that's the main thing. You know, I'm a songwriter. I write songs, I, I sing them, and I perform them. I compose them, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm a musician as well. I, you know, I play, I play instruments, you know? Like, I mean, I don't play the piano as good as I used to. I'm going to be real with you because I started at a very, very, very young age. And I think I got to, like, maybe grade five. I used to read music and all this kind of stuff. But then I stopped with my piano i mean i can still play the piano in the studio i still playing all the pianos on the records that you're hearing from this new batch um but like guitar is my main instrument you know right right true i have another question for you oh. with about four singles released this year which would you say was your favorite one i mean i like all of them so much obviously i know so much artists always say that um, but let me see if I had to say which one is my favorite right now. That's a hard question for me because the thing is, I like Reach You a lot. <laughs> that's the first one I put out, and I and, and there's something about that song that I really like too. Um, and I mean, I love High Road as well too because it's a cool story, insight into my life, you know, again, a little more, even a little more personal, even though all the other songs, even if it's about love, is still true and personal but like high road is one of my favorites oh man i can't pick maybe maybe the one that i just put out bump and grind mm -hmm. and i got a next tune coming out on tuesday oh you said on tuesday yep this one's called top shotter okay okay i will definitely will be listening in <laughs> i would love that so what are some of the platforms that you actually stream on you can get me on Spotify, YouTube. I'm on all the platforms, though. Real talk. Tidal, mm -hmm. you know, iTunes, or whatever you call that, Apple Music. All, all those. Um, but mainly, mostly important, I really just like to let my people know. Real talk. I love when people come to my website, because that's the next one of my socials as well that I think is, is the best. Because it's like mm -hmm. directly access to me. And it's like, every time I do something new, you get to know there first. And those are the people who's beginning my music first. You know what I mean? And it doesn't even cost to be, to be on my website. So shamefreemusic.com. That's where I really want people to be going. Because at the end of the day, going to Spotify, don't get me wrong. I want people to listen to me where they're comfortable on what platform is easiest for them. Because I just mm -hmm. want people to get, get the music. That's what's important to me. But at the end of the day, you know, if the people really love the music and love me 
like being on my website is better because the artist makes more. They really do. And these other platforms just take so much more money. <laughs> that is true. That is true. And I'm on Instagram as well too, at Shane Free Music. Okay, I will most definitely follow you. If you had to say a few words to any of your fans, like whether it be motivation or whether you just want to give them some type of words of encouragement, what would you say to them? I would say bless the moment, trust yourself, and expect the best. Mm -hmm. That's my motto, real talk. That's my thing. That's what I live by. That's me. Mm -hmm. That's, That's my perspective on life. And I know there might have some people that might disagree with that. Some people always be like, what? How can you expect the best? But I, 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 you know, I think that that's the secret of life. You got to bless the moment. Blessing the moment basically means you're, you're grateful now. And that's mm-hmm. actually very important. You know, and we don't, I don't think people realize how important it is to be blessed in, in your moment because the moment is the only thing you ever really got. You know what I mean? Like the beginning of our conversation is gone in history, never to return. <laughs> we are at a different point right now. So blessing the moment is always give you the advantage of winning in life, period. <laughs> um, trusting yourself is a very important thing. You know, so blessing the moment, trust yourself. I think trusting yourself is very important. You should always trust yourself and believe in yourself because you got instincts. You got to learn to listen to your, to your own feelings and your instincts, your gut. You know, and the more you trust yourself, the more you're going to be able to listen and understand what the higher energy is showing you. You know what I mean? And then expecting the best is a good thing to me because it's like, you know, I do believe that I am a creator and I do believe that I create my own reality. So I just feel like expecting the best is bad and expecting the worst to me. But we could go a zillion more levels deeper, but we don't, you know, but that's it. Thank you for that. Um, very inspirational. Another question I want to ask you is when listening to your music, what are yeah. some things that you would want your fans to describe your music as after they get done listening to it? I mean, let me see. Maybe authentic. I don't know. Feel good. Cool. Like, yo, that was a, you know, that, that gave me a good vibe. I just want them to feel something, man. And I want them to feel inspired straight up. I just want them to hear it. And I want it to be like, valuable for them and I want it to be something that they'd be like man I need to listen to that because it makes me feel a certain way you know what I mean it's giving me a vibe it's creating emotion in me but yeah but I mostly go for like me personally like I go for like I'm free spirited free mind with it real talk but I but I but I just like to go for I want to be about the feel good thing because that's positive to me and authentic to myself and I love being cool as well I have to say (laughs) It's just, it's just, you know, yeah, that's it. And what are some of your biggest opportunities or what are some of the biggest things you've learned from being in the music industry? That's a real good question. What have I learned, man? Because I think I learned so much. Wow, that's actually a good question. I think in, well, me personally, like, um, I learned from the music industry, like business-wise, you should always have your business head on as an artist. <laughs> Seriously, because you are a business as an artist. The last question I have for you is, if someone out there was trying to become an artist themselves, what's some advice that you would give to them? I would say to definitely try to hang with other people, like-minded people. That's really important. 
you know, have a pleasing personality <laughs> because it's really a lot about socializing, I think, as well. Seriously. And honestly, obviously, make sure that you are very passionate about what you're doing. Straight up, be genuinely having a burning desire for what you do and educate yourself as much as possible about, about the field that you're in, the music industry. You know what I mean? Like, make sure you could educate yourself and learn as much as you possibly can about everything, about